Welcome to the underground. Turn me up, bitch! My Little Underground with Peter A. It's My Little Underground. I'm Peter A. Today I'm so glad to welcome Cassie Carlson of Gorilla Toss to the show to talk about their debut on Sub Pop Famously Alive and I get Cassie's thoughts on why the band signed to such a big label and I get her thoughts on dealing with stress, imposter syndrome. We bonded over running too. We both think it's a very exhilarating experience to relieve a lot of stress and we talked about some of the songs we listen to while we're running. And Cassie has a radio show, Rare Pair Radio, on Radio Catskill. And she gives me an elevator pitch for the show. And I'm a big radio nut, so I can't wait to listen to this show. But right now, you're going to get to listen to Cassie Carlson of Gorilla Toss right here on My Little Underground. Do you remember, you probably, you probably remember this, the Out on the Streets Festival? Where was that? At the Honor Dong House in Ridgewood. Oh, yeah, of course. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, because that was the last time I saw Gorilla Toss live. And it was my first time seeing y'all live. And Potty Mouth played and um, So So Glows. Yep. And uh, Beverly. Oh, yeah, Beverly. Oh, what an epic show that was. It was. It was insane. I could. I remember I remember like watching you guys perform like, oh, wow, like this is a lot of, you know, I wasn't expecting like this, this much. You know what I mean? It was so insane. Yeah. Yeah, I was expecting like potty mouth to be crazy because I've seen them before, but like you guys were like, oh, this is like a lightning <laughs> bolt is it struck yeah. down. But what do you remember from that from that festival? Like how did you um how did you how do you feel about like playing these kind of things, like outdoor festivals or if you played any more besides uh, this one? Uh we've played a lot of them. Um and we're gonna play more. I mean, we've played a lot of festivals. That one was like especially fun because it was only like a five-minute bike ride from my house, you know. So I was like yeah, I, I like scooted down there and I like got food at my favorite place. And I don't know, there's just a good crew there and like a legendary bill. And I had a lot of fun. Yeah. There's some yeah. cool pictures from that event too. Yeah. I think I still have some in my current and one of my old phones. There, do you remember that there was this woman walking around? It was, she was all silver and she was just walking around and stopping and then walking around. She didn't say anything. It was some sort of like moving art piece. Performance I, don't know what, thing. There's, I don't know what it was, but it was so strange. The yeah, it's good there though. I will say that it was. Yeah, yeah. What it? What like was that place? Like, is it like know. a historical building? Maybe. Maybe, maybe it was. It, it we was were like in the this... oldest like house in Ridgewood or something it's, like that. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> but you know what song I've been songs I've been thinking about the last two years uh, from you two is um, Human Girl and Own Zone. The the sub Oh yeah. Oh my oh, goodness. Yeah. Those are, those are fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, as soon as I heard it, I was like, I was on my parents' couch listening to them. Cause I had no idea. I was like, Oh, what's Gorilla Toss up to? And as soon as I put those songs on, I like sat up like the undertaker. I was like, what's happening? What's, <laughs> what is this? Um, and I immediately put it on my running playlist to run to. And it's a great, it's, it's a great oh, set of songs. Like you run. That's awesome. Yeah, I just a, started yeah. running and it's like, uh, I didn't think I could do it, but like, I can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's really sick. Even if it's only for a short time, it feels really good. Oh, it's, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Like I was the same <laughs> way as you. Like I didn't think as in high school, I sucked at the mile run and I'm like, why am I doing this? And same, yeah. there's this like release that you get it. Like, it just makes you feel good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How long or far do you, do you run for usually? Um, 
usually like a mile, but it's slow, but it's not like, you know, it's like, it's just kind of, you go at your own pace and you like think it's like a, for me, it's like a meditation. It's like, it's like, wow. Like my legs are like, it's so crazy that like my legs are like powering my body. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, like, damn, it's so crazy that like my breath is like, you know, and my heart is like beating, you know, and I'm just like chilling here in my head, you know? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's so cool. It feels good. Yeah. Do you prefer to run uh, outdoors or indoors? Um, I haven't gone to outdoors yet because I'm a new runner. Um, I do like hiking and stuff, but like, I just kind of like, it also has gone hand in hand with me, like starting to really like pop music. Okay. Which I didn't like, I just like never, I never connected with it, but like listening to some like Mary J. Blige and like, I don't know, just like random shit that just like, I'm like, I wonder what, what's new in pop music these days, you know? Yeah. And just like hearing that kind of like, you know, you're amazing from Mary J. Blige. is just like, you know, it's pretty sick. Yeah. I mean, she's always been great. Like, you know, obviously, but yeah. I don't know. Just like, it's interesting um, to connect with pop music when I've like always been like very like against it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, th- I grew up uh, the first pieces of music I've ever, I mean, most people are, but you know, Michael Jackson was my first entry to music. Oh yeah. He was, like the king of pop. Right. Of so course. melody and all that kind of stuff is always like, I still look for music, uh, stuff like that in music now. Like that's my, you know, my go-to, like the first thing I notice is like the, the melody, unless it's some yeah. like weird, you know, far on left stuff. But like, generally speaking, I like a little bit of um, a little bit of melody. But when you're running, you're listening to music, right? Like pop yeah. music or OK. Yeah. What, what's on yeah. your what's on your uh, running playlist? I'm curious. Oh, God. I mean, it's all it's it's sometimes it's shuffle, but a lot of, it's been pop music a lot. Um, but I mean, I was thinking about what you said about Own Zone and how like I remember writing that song and like the melody of that song. It's like da 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 da. Yeah. It's like it's like a it's like a melody that's written, and it it like it like goes and it ends, and it's a it's a melodic phrase. You know what I mean? Yes. And that was the first time that I kind of felt like that I had written something that like went to that, you know, and wasn't just kind of like super abstract. Yeah, yeah. So when you were making the, those sub pop tunes, um, were you like, what, what was your mood when you were making these songs? Because again, I felt like energized, like I wanted to run around the block like 10 times after hearing yeah. songs for real, honestly. Well, I mean, it was like, okay, so it was pretty much like sub pop. We saw sub pop on our last tour and well, one of our last tours in Seattle. And they were like, they were like, come by the office. And I was like, oh, okay, can I bring my dog? You know, I was like, I didn't know, like, <laughs> I was so nervous. And like, I was like, yeah, they were like, totally. We have like lots of dogs in the office. There was like 10, 15 dogs in the office, just like running free. <laughs> and um, I was like walking around and like, I had like a really big winter coat on and I was like really nervous and I was like sweating. And like, I, I like didn't know what to say or like, I was just like, uh-huh. And they're, and like, they're super nice. Like they're not scary at all, but I was just like, this is so crazy to like be here. And um, so we like walked around the office and they like showed us all this shit and like, you know, like gave me a bunch of records and just like showed us this like unreleased stuff and like all these photographs and like the head guy is Tony Cool. 
and he's just super down to earth. Like you would never expect that he's like the head of sod pop. He's just like a really chill guy. And like, he took us out to lunch and, um, and then we were like, Whoa, I was like, you know, like it was like going on a date and you're like, Whoa, does this person, do they like, I think they like me. Like, I think this is like going to be a thing. Like, you know, like that's feeling really good. You're like, all right. And then I didn't really hear anything, you know? And I was like asking my manager, I was like, yo, so like, have you heard anything from, you know, so-and-so like, <laughs> what are they up wow. to? Wow. And uh, it was just kind of nothing. And like, I think they were just going through their own thing. And um, they were like, eh, I don't think we're going to work with you guys. And I was like, okay, let super let down, but okay. And they were like, actually, why don't you guys do the sub pop singles club? And we were like, okay, yeah, sure. And so we wrote those two like human girl and own zone. And then, and then we're like, shit, that's it, I guess. And then they were like, actually write us a full length. And then the pandemic hit <laughs> and we were like, fuck, you know, like it was just so existential, like the pandemic and everything, like, you know, my bandmates were like, when do you think this is going to end? And like, I, I'm the only one who really like avidly like listens to the news and like NPR and like I'm constantly reading and stuff like that. And I was like, it's not looking good. You know what I mean? It just felt like really existential and really heavy. And it, I wasn't really worried about the United States. I just felt like the whole world, like different countries and stuff, like weren't going to be able to get out of it as easily. And I just was like feeling for, you know, other countries and stuff like that. Like the United States got hit, but like other countries like got hit harder, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we had this whole year to like write the album and they were like, we still want it. And we we're like, okay, you know, but it was like a super dark time with like Trump and everything. So, you know, um, yeah, it felt dark. I think a lot of musicians felt dark trying to write in that time period. And um, what came out of it was a super positive album, you know, <laughs> just trying yes. to keep myself going and trying to keep myself alive and kind of make happy music sort of with like dark undertones you know um but uh the good thing was that we had a lot of time to work on it you know but I it felt like I felt like yeah. a lot of your music was to me it felt positive right like what yeah. would the odd do that's a that's a very to me it's a very bright album you know yeah that's what attracted me to it was the the sun of it all if that makes any sense yeah yeah but the one thing with, you know, with the pandemic, right, to me, the music industry was like, you know, in the shitter, but music still happened, right? Of course. You yeah, art I mean? still happened. Music, people are still alive, you know, they're still like doing exactly. the only thing they like could do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yes. So like with Famously Alive, right, with, with, with yeah. Sub Pop, um, like during the pandemic, was that when you put ink to paper? Or was it was it before or when it when during it back- the totally during the pandemic? Okay. Yeah, we were just like, hmm. <laughs> it's interesting how you signed to yeah, a major so, label when the world is ending. It's great. Yeah, there. Yeah, and like no touring in sight. Like I was like, I mean, now we're going on tour, right? But I thought it was. I mean, what? It's been two years since we played a show. You know, we just played three shows in Catskill, in uh, Hamden, Connecticut and um greenfield but we hadn't played a show before that for two years it's so crazy yeah that's so long you know 
what made you want to sign with Sub Pop? Was it the 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 lunch meeting or anything like that? Or were you just always no. a fan of the label? Uh, my manager asked me, like, I was just talking to him about this. I was like, he asked me if there was any, if there were any labels he wanted me, he wanted, I wanted him to invite to the shows. And I was like, uh, I don't know, Sub Pop. And I just like, oh, I don't know. I was just like, I have no idea, you know? <laughs> And that was the only people he asked, and they came. Fourteen of them came. You know, that wow. was really cool. Yeah. What records did were you given? I'm curious. Uh, they give us. Uh, they give me a Wise Blood. They give me an Orville Peck. They give me a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Did they give you a Shannon Lay? Uh no. Oh, I love her. She's yeah. to them. Yeah, she's amazing. But uh, they you have know, so much shit. Yeah, they you do. Know. You're right. Yeah. You, I think, you know, Gorilla Toss kind of like fits with like hardly art, you yeah. know, like it does. Like, cause there's taco. I picture like y'all on a show together. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Me. Like, we know Ian course, Sweet yeah. really well from Boston. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I almost and, forgot she was out there too. Yeah. And Lily Lala. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then now there's my idea. You know, my idea. Of course. Oh, good stuff. They've been on this show too. Oh, they're, they're the best. They're so good. Yeah. They're I know so Lily really well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. In Alberta. Alberta. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> so oh, good. You know, it's funny. We yeah. talked about your interest in pop music. Like the last Palberta album, when they were talking to me, they were talking about their love of, of pop music, too, and how that that album is the last time they put out was this way more melodic. Palberta 5000. It's so yeah. much more melodic than their other shit. And that's mm-hmm. what, like baby. Like I've always knew about Palberta, but like I love the melody aspect. totally exactly yeah and my idea i mean that shit is like yeah i have a radio show and i keep playing it because i'm like this is so good you know i've known lily for a long time i love everybody in alberta i think they're super talented oh Um, absolutely yeah in nina yeah yeah, they're all, all, I love them all. Like, when they came on the show, it was one of the most entertaining. We talked about shoes at the end. <laughs> it, was so, it was so, uh, so damn entertaining. Um, you know, the one thing I noticed about Famously Alive, like songs like uh, Cannibal Capital, of course, the title track, Famously Alive, um, Wild Fantasy, songs like that. They are so bright and glitter filled. And, and Gorilla Toss has been like that, but this feels a little bit different. Like for you, was there any kind of um, internal pressure to make more accessible music um maybe a little bit you know because like i want me- more people to hear it but it's just like also like i don't really make music you know it's just like what comes out you know so yeah there's no like I- strategy like okay this is going to be a song for the, this for will the clubs. Sell. Yeah, this yeah. one will sell. I know it. Yeah. Yeah, this is, the, this, this is the radio record. Yeah. This is the one people will like. Yeah. I, I Wait, always think I'm yeah. I'm kind of too weird to be like a real pop star. I, mean, I don't know. Oh, yeah. You guys are real okay. freaky. In, in musically yeah. speaking. Yeah. Oh, man. That's okay. It's great. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Even this album. This album is pretty, but it's like, it's still kind of whacked out in, in, yeah, in the best way weird. possible. <laughs> Yeah. And yeah. You, know, you were talking about this before about this album being very content and joyful and uh, inspiring. Is that is that your current state of mind? And do you look at a life and the music industry now that you're signed to like a big label like Sub Pop? Do you look yeah. at it with a, a glass half full or glass half empty mentality? Um, 
glass half full. I mean, it, you know, this is life and I'm just living it and things happen and I let it wash over me. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're good. You know, I've had kind of like a rocky past and I've been through like a lot of really intense shit, but you know, I'm just happy to be alive, you know? And I, I just want to make music and I just want to perform and continue being alive and seeing beautiful things, you know? <laughs> yeah. Famously yeah. alive is a great mantra. Yeah. To, to live by, like I'm dealing know. with all the car stuff and like my van is like, there's like an eighth cylinder misfire or whatever. And like, this keeps happening. Um, and I couldn't get anyone to get it fixed today. And it was frustrating because I was like driving around all day and like going to these different auto shops that were like, yeah, we can totally help you. And like, I was like, I literally know exactly what's wrong. Like, I just need you to replace this coil. And they're like, totally come on by. And like, I went to multiple auto shops and I got there and they're like, yeah, can you come back tomorrow? And I was like, ah, yeah. you know, <laughs> why didn't you yeah. tell me that before? Absolutely. But also on the drive I drove by some really beautiful rivers and like I saw like daffodils like coming out of the ground and like it wasn't just like I'm driving and it's like annoying that the car is broken it was also like I'm driving and it's like feels like the first spring day and like I don't know yeah there was birds outside my window today chirping yeah, and, yeah. it's not that bad you know what I mean no no, no. And I hear the birds like mel uh, melodic mating calls. It's just wonderful. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> He's really liking our conversation. That's it. He's just talking. He's like, hey, you guys talk. I'm just listening. <laughs> oh, the good boy. <laughs> you know what? If you told me, if you said, my dog, can my dog come on the interview? I would have said, hell yeah. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have yeah. cared at all. You know, I, I like animals too. So it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, when you're a cat yeah. brother, actually. Yeah, a cat brother? Yeah, yeah, he has a brother, a cat that lives in my house. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. Like what's that what's that dynamic like having a cat and dog in your place? Um, well, in the winter they like sit outside in the yard together, like really close, like keeping warm together. Yeah. And uh yeah, sometimes if my cat is like catching a mouse, like my dog will try to catch it too, like he'll try to help. Like he'll like paw it, like try to catch the mouse with his paw. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen that. When I first moved into my apartment, uh, there was one cat that would just bat a mouse around, like yeah. not do it, just bat around. <laughs> it was it was amazing. Uh, yeah. So, like, how do you when you get stressed out now uh, these days and everything you've been through in the past? How do you unwind? You talked about running too. Like, how else do you kind of? de-stress give me some non-musical things that you do to kind of calm down I, I stretch because I hold a lot of like stress in my body and particularly like my shoulders and my back so I try to like stretch a lot um uh, also sleeping when I need to sleep I just fucking sleep yep. I'm like a baby like if I don't get enough sleep I get cranky oh yeah that's me with yeah. sleep and food <laughs> If I yeah, don't yeah, eat, same. I gotta eat. Too. <laughs> oh my god, I have to eat, and I have to have my coffee. I'm not like a caffeine addict, but I just love coffee. coffee in the morning, yeah, yeah, of course, absolutely. Yeah. And tea. I'm drinking tea right now. Love me some. Yeah, tea. yeah. Yeah, like I don't drink alcohol, so that, those are my drinks of choice. You oh, know, tea. tea, a good <laughs> tea. Oh yeah, like a good blend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Tea absolutely. blend is really good. Yeah. And then I, I talk a lot, so uh, it, it just works perfectly for me. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's one when I'm listening to to your music and uh especially uh this album 
you know, th- there's there's a you know a lot of like the electronic the tronicness of your music, for lack of a better term, kind of reminds me of like video games. And I discovered yeah. a lot of music through video games. So do you Donkey ever think, Kong? Not not necessarily Donkey Kong. <laughs> Uh, you know, but um, I can get into specifics, but it's, it's too nerdy. But um, yeah. do you ever think about get? Have you ever been approached, or do you ever think about getting your music in, on a soundtrack to a video game at all? Totally down. To- where are they? Let's go. Yeah, Let's do it. Because <laughs> I'm driving around, I'm playing video games. I'm like, oh, that wow. Oh, they have the J Return on here. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's one of those things. Like, yeah, I discovered a lot. I I discovered like Quasimodo, Pro Skater. Yes, that's what I was thinking about. Like <laughs> Tony Hawk's Underground specifically. That yeah, that soundtrack put me on to so many things, Cannibal yeah. Ox and all this stuff. It's just so I'm thinking like, man, like imagine if there was a Gorilla Toss song in one of these video games, and one kid becomes a Gorilla Toss fan from the video yeah, game. Yeah, that would be uh, so cool. <laughs> that's it. I picture that for you. I, I see that. Yeah. Let's manifest that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially like happy, happy me to me is like video game ready to go. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you play video games at all besides Donkey Kong and, to- and Tony Hawk? Um, I was really into Pokemon Game Boy as a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah I played those games. They, they were good. <laughs> they were fine, yeah. you know. Um, after a while, they, they kind of get a little boring, but they're they're kind of yeah for what it's worth. Um, you took vocal lessons. Um, yeah. for, for this album, what are some aspects of your singing that you thought you needed to work on and or what aspects of your singing that you've improved upon from taking vocal lessons um definitely my breath um you know one of the things that i've always had an issue with is like controlling my breath and these songs is like incredible breath control um i mean Having the heart problem kind of affected my breath in a little way. And so like learning to like manage that was like really important to me. Um, And also like knowing like how to breathe. Like I knew, I knew in a way how to breathe. Like I knew I had to breathe like from down here and you know, my diaphragm instead of like up here, but I didn't know, you know, the little details details about it and how you know you don't actually have to take a breath just just like basically moving your stomach is an inhale um and that's really helpful when you're on stage and you're hot and you're like performing because you're already like have that kind of heightened thing it's also helpful when you're trying to stay on in key like in tune because if you don't have enough breath you're going to be flat if you have too much breath you're going to be sharp so it's like a really delicate balance. Um, so yeah. not only the breath, but also like managing my anxiety and like, you know, like as much as you practice, you can practice for like a hundred hours a day. But if when you get on the stage, you're super nervous and you can't manage that. It can like affect your performance in a big way, you know? Yeah. So that was another thing I worked up, um, worked um, on. And then a third thing I worked on was my imposter syndrome. Mm. You know, I've been performing live for since I was five years old. My family was like in church 
you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, we sang together in church and I performed with my little violin, like in church and in like school concerts and stuff like that. And like, I've, I've performed so many times, studied music. I've been in a rock band for like a long time now, but still I was like, ah, I'm not a real musician. You know, I'm not, I'm not really like, I'm not really a musician. I'm just doing this, you know? So like working with someone who kind of like recognized that and was like, no, like, <laughs> I don't know. I think like as a woman, you know, it's just kind of like, it's just like ingrained in you that like, you're not as good as the other people, you know? And uh, he, this teacher like helped me like come to realize that, you know, I do have a lot of experience and I can be called a musician, you know, like I'm always learning and like being in the state where you're always learning, that's actually like a good thing, you know? It's the people who are like, I don't need to learn anything else. Like, that's like, that's actually a bad place to be. You don't want to have know-it-all syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to have that. That's not good. That's not yeah, good at all. But there is a middle ground, you know? Yes. Yes, there is. Yes. Uh, it's yeah. it's good. It, you know, I, I experience imposter syndrome sometime. As totally, well. right? It's natural. <laughs> but then I, yeah. I also have confidence in myself. Like, I know, I know I'm doing something good. You know what I mean? I'm doing, doing, I'm doing something. And I definitely, when I listen to Gorilla Toss, it's like, this is musicianship you know i don't understand like if you, if you don't think this is musicianship you cannot like the music but i can't sit here and say that like, you're not a musician like that's just that's just <laughs> that's nonsense it's nonsensical yeah. come on now it's come weird, on let's be real right? it's weird yeah, yeah. we have we have something in common and that's radio because i've done radio uh, both commercial yeah. and non-commercial um and you have a show rare pair radio for Catskills yeah. Radio. tell me about this show how did how long have you been doing it and what made you want to do it I did it. I started doing it in the beginning of the pandemic. My friend wow. had done it for a while, a couple friends actually. And I was just like, I loved hearing them on the radio and um, I wasn't performing. And like, you know, my friend was like, dude, you should do this. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. You know? And then I was like, yeah. wait, what have I done? <laughs> no, <laughs> but it, I like, I really like it. I, I realized like, I like using my voice. I like, like, I, you know, in high school, I was always headphone girl. Like I always had the headphones on. I was always the one who had the new music. You know, that's what like people like came to me for. And I'm just going to continue. I'm just going to run with it. You know, I'm just kind of like, you know, I downloaded so much music and I'm going to continue to be so, no. <laughs> no, I'm just like trying to find as much new music as possible and learn about it selfishly. I mean, it was like a self-imposed research project for this album, really. Wow, that's a great elevator pitch. Elevator pitch for this, yeah. for this show. When is it air? <laughs> when day? What days? It's what? Fridays at eight p.m. Yeah, on okay. WJFF Radio Catskill. Okay, I got. And they have an app, so you can listen to past shows and stuff like that. Oh, sweet! Uh, your, are yeah. your shows archived there too? Yeah. Oh, I think last week they did a two-hour set with the other guy because I did the two-hour set the week before because we're in like our fun drive um, area, but. This week there'll be a new one. Is it you? It's a seven-inch show. It's like it's just like rareish music, you know, like rare-ish. stuff that has kind of like not as many listeners, or you know, some sort of like YouTube K hole where I'm like looking at rare seven inches, and it's mostly female artists. The fruit of all things sweet. 
Ah, okay. That, that's yeah. cool. Give me, really, give me, give me some examples. Give me like three obscure uh, acts that you would you play on on the show. I guess, I guess last well two weeks ago, I was doing a lot of like Japanese psychedelic, um, kind of like Yellow Magic Orchestra, and um, I don't know, lots of stuff. Wow, yeah. that's really cool. Nippon yeah, Girls, yeah. I love that. Um, I love that. I love music. Yeah. I love new music discovery. That's all I'm about. Like I, that's yeah. it's so beautiful. Yeah. And um, I don't know. I can send you a playlist later, but yeah, please do. Yeah. It's just fun, you know? And sometimes I'm like, Oh shit. Like I got to do the radio show. I don't have time, but then I start doing it. I'm like, oh, I feel good. I feel better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, yeah. and doing radio can lend can open the door to imposter syndrome too. Cause I remember when I was on the air, I, I think I'm thinking to myself, I'm not a real personality. I'm not Howard Stern. I'm not Charlemagne to God. I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. Elvis Duran. I'm not, but you know, I it's that's them and I'm me. So that's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah so I mean, cool. there's some people on the station that I'm like, man, they do a really good, good job. There's like this guy who does like jazz and he's kusar grace of the music emporium and i just love i love the way he forms words i've like always been obsessed with this with people like the way that he speaks um then there's another guy who does the underground martini bunker and it's kind of like james bondy like kind of like i don't know it's just weird music but yeah. the like the 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 skits he does between are just like so good and he like speaks in rhythm to the music and that's a lot of like what Gorilla Toss does, ah. you know, I'm like speaking to the music, like some sort of like Laurie Anderson, like talking heads type of like, and like, like the music is going, but I'm talking and there's like, there's not really like a, a set rhythm over the music, but there is, you know what I mean? Yeah. It fits uh, in. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. Record stores in the Catskills. Uh, are there any out there? Yeah, my friend, uh, my friend, my good friend, Brad, um, Bradman and Miriam Rabinsky, they own a, um, a toy store slash record store in my town, Livingston Manor called Jitterbug. Ah, it's great. Yeah, they have an awesome uh, Instagram. Their store is so great. They have like a lot of board games and like art supplies and like a killer record collection. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, Deep Cuts in Ridgewood? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I I was there. I I, I go there a lot. I live very close to it. So I um I found your uh, the the latest Gorilla Toss album on cassette, and I picked it up. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna talk to Cassie on Monday. So I'm, <laughs> I'm glad I'm, uh, I picked That's it up. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, and I have the sticker too, the Gorilla Toss the sticker that comes with it. It's really cool. I gotta oh, figure out where shoot. to put it. Should I put it on my record player or what? But it's a beautiful sticker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna come to the Ridgewood show? When you're a TVI, right? Yeah. When. The 29th and 30th of 29th. April. Yeah. All right. I'm going to try to go to that. Yeah. Okay, absolutely. cool. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was confused because I know you guys were in town and then Empath is also at, at TVI. So I had to figure out like when is hat when is that happening? But yeah, yeah why they're not? They're great. They're yeah. so good. Oh, yeah. Empath is ridiculous. Oh, my I God. Know. Unbelievable. I picture <laughs> y'all playing a show together, too. Yeah, we have. We played, yeah. we played in Ithaca, New York. Oh, okay. Yeah. You gotta bring that energy back down to the to the five boroughs. Bring that bring yeah, that empath yeah, yeah. and girl talk. Oh man, that's a lot of noise, bro. That's a lot of chaos. Yeah. 
I love it. I love it. All right, uh, Cassie, um, plug plug away. Tell people where to find buy Gorilla Toss and and what happened. Oh hell yeah, uh, yeah! You can yeah. find us on all major streaming platforms: Spotify, mm-hmm. Apple Music, Pandora, blah 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 blah. Or you can buy a physical copy at your local record store or at one of our shows coming up. We are going on tour and we'll be on tour until the end of the month. And we want to see you. Probably the rest okay. of the year we'll be on tour pending. Okay. Yeah. Uh, if anybody has not seen Gorilla Toss live, do that shit. Do that <laughs> shit. And bring your earplugs too. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. Um, but yeah, but Cassie, this has been amazing. I'm glad we finally got to talk. Um, love the new album. Thank and you. <laughs> yeah, I hope, hope to see you at a show and I can't wait to listen to your radio show. Hell yeah. Okay. Talk to you All soon. Right. All right. Thanks, Cassie. Bye-bye. Bye bye.